Good morning. Try that again. Good morning. There we go. Welcome to church today. My name is Marcus. I'm an eighth grader here. If you are visiting with us, this is a great Sunday to come because it is Youth Sunday, which means the middle school and high school students will be running the service. That's great. So in our announcements this morning, we would like to let you know that Pastor Bud's memorial service will be on June 8th, Saturday at 1.30 here at Evergreen. We expect a large number of people, so if you could carpool, that would be much appreciated. And later this month, there is an event for an organization our church supports called Big Table on June 27th. Big Table is an organization that seeks to care for people in the restaurant and hospitality industry. If you would like more information, please see the table in the lobby after the service. And lastly, but certainly not least, let's talk about Sunday school. Each summer we give our regular elementary school Sunday school teachers a break and have others in the congregation step up to cover June, July, and August. This summer we are in desperate need of volunteers as there are many Sundays where we have no one signed up. If you like kids and you have a Sunday or two free, then could you please contact Pastor Elise because we could really use your help. And serious conversation right now, if it wasn't for Sunday school teachers like Scott and Kathy Hune, who I don't think are here this service, I would still be that blathering little four-year-old who didn't know the difference between Elijah and Elisha. <laughs> All right. So with that, would you bow your heads in prayer with me? Thank you, God, for this chance to gather together. We lift up those who are carrying the sadness of the passing of Pastor Bud, we pray especially for his wife, Donna, and their children, Chrissy and Jeff. Please draw near and comfort them, God. We thank you for the people that have been placed in our lives to help us grow into the kind of people we are called to be. Our adult youth leaders and Sunday school teachers, our parents and our teachers in school. Holy God, we lift up our prayers to you for ourselves, our friends, our community, the church, and our world. We pray you would be at work in and through us to love people and to bring about your peaceable kingdom. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, what an awesome Sunday, right? To celebrate the youth of our church, we have been blessed with some incredible young people within our church, and especially with our graduating class this year of 2019. So it is a great joy to get to celebrate them on this Sunday. I uh, always give a present to my graduating seniors that I received when I graduated from high school from my church family. And when I received it, I thought to myself, man, I wish they had just given me cash. <laughs> but through the wisdom and knowledge that prevailed, that came with me along the way, I realized what a precious gift that they had given to me that at the moment I wasn't mature enough to understand and to receive, but then became a very powerful tool in the life that I was to lead ahead of me. And that gift was... A very simple, small cross. And so when I received it, I smiled and said, thank you. <laughs> and then I took it home and I put it on a shelf in my room of things that I would not be bringing with me to college. 
But then my mother put it in the boxes of things to pack. So when I unpacked my boxes and she was there, I said, where did this come from? And she goes, how did that get in there? So I said, I'll put it up after you leave. And it sat in the box on my desk. And this one day I was alone in my dorm room and I thought to myself, should I put it up there? I did not go to a Christian university. And so to me, I didn't want people to think that I was a weirdo if I had a cross on my wall. And I thought, okay, I'll just put it up. And literally, as I was nailing in the nail and hanging the cross on the wall, a girl walked by my door and she said, oh my gosh, are you a Christian? And I thought, oh, here it goes. And I was like, yes, tentatively. And she said, I'm a Christian too. She said, I'm a sophomore and my roommates and I, we, um, we prayed to be in the storm. We decided to be in the storm. I was put in the party dorm. For any of you who know me, that is an oxymoron. I am not the party dorm girl. I'm fun, but not that kind of fun. So anyways, I met these girls, and they were incredible instruments in my faith. At that time, I had been a believer for maybe six months, and these girls showed me what it was like to have a devotional life. They brought me to church with them. They became dear friends. And through the hills and valleys that I went through while I was in college, they became an incredible support to me. So this cross, as it looks like just a very simple wooden cross, means maybe nothing to you. Um, But to me, this cross became a powerful instrument to bring people into my life that God had intended, that God used to grow and to minister to me, to bring me to this point in life. And so today, as these seniors are embarking on this next adventure in life, we want to give to them a gift that symbolizes them that they don't go alone that the community here at Evergreen Covenant Church, their church family goes with them. But more than that, that Christ goes with them, that there is a holy God that watches over them, that loves them, and that even when they doubt it or do not know, God is present, bringing about for them just what they need in time of struggle and in times where they are rejoicing. So this day we will honor our graduates by giving them what looks like a simple cross, but it is a promise for an incredible future of what is to come. So at that time, I would love to invite our class of 2019 and our special exchange student, Linu, to come forward. And this year, we had the gift of Linu, who's an exchange student from Finland, who discovered us. And she has been with us for this year, and she has blessed our youth group. And so we want to put her into the graduating class of 2019 because we also send her off with our blessings. So I'm going to have the graduates go down the line and say where they are attending school, their name, where they're attending school in the fall. And how about you tell us when you have to leave for school? Yeah. Uh, My name is Gina Chalunpun, and I'll be attending the University of Washington. I'm not really leaving, but (laughs) my school starts at the end of September. My name is Patricia Pond, and I will be attending the University of Tampa in Florida. And my first day of school is August 26th, so sometime around there. Um, My name is Sarah Guest, and I will be going to the United States Air Force Academy, and I start on June 27th. My name is Maggie Baker, and I'll be going to Brown University, and I think I start at the end of August. 
My name is Erin Yi. I'm going to Point Loma Nazarene University, and I'll be leaving end of August. My name is Antonio Gill. Um, I'm going to Wazoo, and I think I'm leaving around August 10th. My name is Alexis Kov. I'm going to Pacific University, Oregon, and I'm moving in August 15th. My name is Lina Virtanen, and I'm going back to my home city, and I have two years of high school left, and I'll be leaving June 25th. All right, thank you. So seniors, I'm going to invite you to come down and do your half circle again around the communion table. This time I'll give you your cross and you get to keep it. And then I invite the church congregation for family and for friends, people who know and love these students. I ask you if you want to stand and come and lay hands on them as they stand around the communion table. For the rest of us, we can stay in our seats and I will pray for them as they go into this next adventure. God bless you all. There you go. Go ahead and head down. Let us pray. Gracious and holy God, we are grateful for the gift of these lives that are before us. We are grateful for these students who many of us have seen transform from children into young adults. We have been blessed by their lives amongst us, by the ways in which they have showed us your son, Jesus Christ, through their love, through their acts of service, and just in who you have created. We pray, Almighty God, that you would go before them. Prepare a community that will be there when they are in need. Prepare a family away from family to comfort them in their times of trial, to celebrate with them in the joyous moments of this life. And we pray, O Holy God, for their community here, especially for their parents as they take these next steps into this next adventure in life and this chapter of childhood closes. We pray that as it is bittersweet, you, the God of comfort, would come alongside both of them. We pray that you would be preparing their hearts even now at this moment for the time in which they will need to leave home. And we pray, God, that that peace that surpasses all understanding will rest upon their family and friends, knowing that they go in your safety and in your care. We are grateful, God, and we sing praise to you this morning for the good and precious gift of these lives. We pray, O Holy Father, that you would be a lamp unto their feet, that you would be a companion on the journey, and may they always know deep down in their heart that they are a child of yours, deeply loved and cared for. Bless this day, Almighty God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Hello, my name is Maggie Baker. Church has been a part of my family's life for as long as I can remember. I have vivid memories from different Sunday schools and, of course, Christmas and Easter. As a young child, the three most important days of the years were Christmas, Easter, and my birthday. At first, these holidays, excluding my birthday, were just things that we did. I understood the meaning of them, but I never thought too deeply about them until I was older because all that matters to little kids is candy and presents. In elementary school, I attended an after-school program at the Presbyterian Church called Logos. Again, I did not have much doubt at this age because I knew nothing but Christianity. Logos was always very fun for me, and my faith started becoming deeper because of it. When I was in fifth grade, my family moved to Luxembourg. Overall, it was a great experience for me, and we found a very nice, small, English-speaking church. My faith continued to improve as I was maturing and learning more in depth about the Bible. We returned to Mercer Island between sixth and seventh grade for me. Instead of going back to the Presbyterian Church, we decided to try something new and ended up here at Evergreen. 
I immediately knew that this church was for us when I found my home in Holly Postma's Sunday school class. I, as I continued through this class, my faith only grew stronger. What really appealed to me was how strong of a woman Holly was and how she showed us that we can all have a life in Christ. She made her lessons interesting, and she even gave us homework to do over the week. I would often forget what we had learned with all the busyness of everyday life so that homework was actually pretty important. Through her class, I was able to apply what we learned in Sunday school to my life. One other important contributor to my faith was youth group. I loved all of the adventures we were able to go on as a youth group, from hikes to getting fish and chips at Alki Beach to going to Guatemala. On our trip to Guatemala, I was able to grow closer to God through helping teach in the schools and seeing how God had impacted their lives. The most, the most important part of that trip was getting to sing songs with an elderly woman who was very sick. Everyone there was touched that day, and I don't think any of us will forget how we felt in that moment. Overall, my experience in Evergreen over these last few years was incredible, and I'm grateful that I will be able to take these experiences with me as I go off to college next year. Hi, I'm Linu, and I have been here on Mercer Island for the past nine months as an exchange student from Finland. Um, through my experience, uh, I can understand what it feels for the seniors to move away from their home and what it feels to be homesick or what it might be <laughs> during their first college year. Um, and I'm really grateful for my host family for welcoming me to their life here and for God's guidance and protection during my time here. So my first weeks in August when I came here, I felt that something was missing because I hadn't been to church for a while and I missed my home church. So I looked up for churches and um, one Sunday I came here and as I walked in and I started worship, um, I immediately felt like Holy Spirit is, is here because I started to cry and I felt so good that I'm, I'm back here <laughs> worshiping. Um, so from then, I started to come here on Sundays, and I began to go to the youth group, too. Um, I loved to come here, and I really liked how every Sunday I would come here by myself, and there would be someone that I would sit next to, and we would chat, and I felt like here's another family for me. I felt that I was a part, part of a family. Um, so being part of Evergreen Covenant during my year here has been really important to me. It has supported my identity with Christ. I know for me, when I, I came here, uh, what was surprised to me was that when I started speaking English, I kind of felt like I lost my identity, and it's <laughs> been kind of struggle. But every time that I came here, I felt like I can be who I am, and I'm, I'm loved. Um, so, so here are people that I can pray with and we can share our good and bad experiences and carry our burdens to God. Um, so last Sunday, I was lucky to have my parents come here and I met them after nine months and I was, I was super happy. Um, but what... what um, was special is that one of the worship songs was Whom Shall I Fear by Chris Tomlin. And that song is really important to me because 
Uh, I remember being like 12 years old and singing with my mom. And it, basically the song is about you don't have to fear anyone because God is by, by your side. Um, but I started to cry when I heard that song and I felt God speaking to me and reminding me that he's always with us and we can be freed from all anxiety and just trust him. Thank you. Uh, good morning. My name is Alex uh, Labrie, and the New Testament lesson today comes from the book of Acts, chapter 16, verses 25 through 34. Uh, please follow along in your Bibles or look to the screens. All scripture read today is from the New International Version. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself, we are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and all the others in his house. At the hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them to his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. Good morning. My name is Sarah Guest. The Psalter lesson today comes from Psalm 97. The Lord reigns. Let the earth be glad. Let the distant shores rejoice. Clouds and thick darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and consumes his foes on every side. His lightning lights up the world, and the earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness, and all his people see his glory. All who worship images are put to shame. Those who boast in idols, worship, worship him, all you gods. Zion hears and rejoices, and the villages of Judah are glad because of your judgments, Lord. For you, Lord, are the most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. Let those who love the Lord hate evil, for he guards the lives of his faithful ones and delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Light shines on the righteous and joy on the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, you who are righteous, and praise his holy name. Uh, good morning. My name is Alex. I'm also going to be reading scripture today. Um, today our gospel lesson comes from the book of John, chapter 17, verses 20 through 26. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, and all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me, and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. 
I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. The word of the Lord. Good morning. My name is Aaron Yee. I'm graduating high school in a few days and I'm realizing just how quickly the time flew by. As I reflect on the last five years I've lived in Washington, I immediately think of the lasting memories and lifelong relationships I have made, many of which began at Evergreen Covenant Church. One thing I enjoy most about Evergreen is the youth group. It has always, a great, it's always been a great time for bonding with people and hearing faith stories from members that we would otherwise not hear from. This year, us seniors went through the exciting and somewhat nerve-wracking few months of dealing with college preparation, applying, deciding what to possibly major in, waiting for the long weeks to hear back, and finally making a decision. The fellow seniors and I were able to go through this process together, which was really fun. And when we went to youth groups on Sunday nights, the leaders were always sure to ask us how we were doing and if we had any updates for them. I am grateful to have had and still have this support system through the church family. Also, through youth group, we have had multiple opportunities to go on mission trips and mini retreats. My favorite experiences were Guatemala in 2017, as well as Chick in July of last year. Our 10-day long stay in Guatemala was unforgettable. Overall, just loved visiting this beautiful country and interacting with all, an entirely different culture. And Chick was one more out of the many trips that the majority of us went on together. I can confidently say that the week we spent there was life-changing and strong friendships were created. She's not here today, but I would love to to give a shout out to Lauren Dolby. She was my small group leader. During one of the last sessions, the pastor spoke about the challenges, or as he called them, wildernesses that we encounter in life. He ended his sermon by asking us this question, what wildernesses are you going through? That night, during small group, we discussed that. It was a vulnerable and emotional, yet comfortable setting where we really opened up with each other and shared what wildernesses we were currently struggling with. I shared about how, how a few months prior I had had a traumatic experience, and since it was fairly recent, it was difficult for me to process, and I constantly felt burdened and guilty, guilted by it. Anyways, the other girls opened up as well, and I speak for all of us when I say that we became a million times closer that night. And so Lauren truly listened to our stories when we shared, and being the exceptional small group leader she was, she gave us words of encouragement and support and love. And in conclusion, I would like to express my appreciation for the church and what it has offered throughout the past few years. I would never have been able to have these special relationships outside of this. And thank you to everyone who volunteered hours and much of their effort to make youth groups happen. Good morning. My name is Patricia Pond, and I'm a senior in high school. I think as an 18-year-old girl, in this day and age, there's a lot to fear. Things like heartbreaks and failures and the unknown. That is why, sadly, I'm a skeptical of things. I will doubt just about anything without proof or substance of any kind. In moments when I have doubted my faith, I've had people around me that have listened to my questions and doubt, doubts and have made me feel heard and valued. Faith is an interesting thing because it's all about believing what we cannot see. I've been attending church, I've been attending this church for six or five or six years now. And I've been able to be part of some great things, like the youth ministry, both as the leader with the kids, participating in this Sunday care, 
and the summer programs, as well as the leader of the youth group with the help of my peers to make youth group an inviting place that we all want to be in. I've also had the opportunity to be part of some great trips, like th the Thunder Retreat at Cascades Camp in 2014 or 15, the Guatemala trip in August of 2017, and Chick in, of, in July of 2018. This church as a whole has been a great place to make connections with people that I would never have otherwise. I've made some great friendships that have given me this, a sense of home in times when I needed them. I'm thankful that I have fostered a faith in this church and it is because I've been allowed to doubt and to question exactly what it is that I believe in and why. It's crazy to think that I will be graduating this year. I remember thinking to myself my freshman year, 2019, wow, that's so far, I'm never graduating. And now we're here, 2019, and I graduate next week. These past four years of high school have taught me a lot. I've learned to work hard, but I've also learned that it's okay to have fun and enjoy the moment. There are obstacles that we will face as the years go by that we will not be prepared for, and those will inevitably help us grow, and I have learned that the hard way. When a million things are coming at you from every angle, it's hard to focus on what matters but my family, friends, and loved ones at the church have supported me throughout. As I have mentioned before, the people in this church is what makes this church wonderful. When the root of every conversation is love, disagreements become simple discussions, and again, I'm so thankful for that. As I was letting people know in the church uh, my plans for next year, I realized how much love there is here. I received endless hugs and good wishes, lots of advice, but most of all, love. Although there are a few people in particular that I believe deserve some recognition. Those super overprotective parents are now more flexible. Sorry. Um, there's, of course, my parents who, um, if I'm being honest, I don't recognize sometimes. Those super, super overprotective parents are now more flexible and are open to conversations. So we talk about absolutely everything. And yes, I mean absolutely everything. And now, weirdly enough, they have also become people that I consider friends. There are many wonderful people that come to youth group to share their stories with, with us every Sunday night in hopes that one of us will hear it and, it will, and we will take something away from it. And I, I think I can speak for everyone when saying how amazing and refreshing it is to hear these stories. Stories filled with doubt, failures, hardships, and the amazing way that these individuals overcame it. Lastly, a very special woman, Julie Steele. She's been my rock from the moment I arrived to this church. Throughout my ups and downs, she's always been there, from questions about faith and struggling in school to boys and friendships. She texts in on me and gives importance to the things that I value. I love all these people with all my heart. I have been giving all the tools that I need to go out into this world, and now it's up to me to put them to good use. Thank you. It has been good to be with you all today. A reminder that offering boxes are in the back as we continue our worship with tithes and offering. Now, church, receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, fill your life with his good blessings, and give you his peace. Amen. <laughs>